Welcome to the Channel for Grace Uncut podcast. This is a deep dive into my life, my stories, my experiences, the things that I love to talk about, the things that inspire me, and my thoughts and observations about the world. This is a podcast where you'll mostly find me sharing myself uncensored, but where you will also meet amazing guests and hear about topics that will inspire you to keep learning, to keep searching for your truth, and to guide you to be unapologetically you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I am really excited today to have this very special guest uh, whose name is Rodin, and we're going to have her introduce herself in a moment. Um, I wanted just to give you guys, you know, um, a, an insight into another uh, astrologer, another tarot reader, another person that you can connect to. Um, because right now I feel like we're going through so many changes in the world that we are like finding connections to different people in, in, in different areas of our lives and stuff. And I feel like giving you guys, um, exposing you guys to a, an amazing person um, that I think is amazing <laughs> is going to be uh, uh, really exciting. So this is different than, than most of the interviews that I've done. Um, most of them, we have a little bit of like some kind of a uh, uh, topic that we're going to talk about, but today we're just going to let it flow and we're just going to get to know Rodin a little bit more. So why don't you um, introduce yourself to us and tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Hey guys, uh, I'm Rodin. So uh, I've been doing tarot readings on YouTube and Patreon for like two years now. And I actually just started taking a break because I'm going through my own transition and changes as well when it comes to my work and probably getting into more personal one-on-one -on -one healing sessions. Most likely we'll see where that takes me. Um, but yeah, hi guys. <laughs> Yay. So the, your, your YouTube channel is called water baby. Is that correct? Yes. Water does baby. It have a different, does it have a different name? Um, I changed it. It's funny. Cause like I, I was going back and forth on YouTube with this cause I couldn't figure out how to actually change it back. Um, so it's water baby tarot again for a while. It was water baby tarot presented by Bommy spirit. Cause I was going to transition that into Bommy spirit. And then I was like, I, I, it's like, it's too much. I just got to change it back. Um, so okay, yeah, cool. water baby awesome. So I'm curious as to, so you've been doing this for two years. I'm curious as to how did you kind of get into this whole world? Cause it really is like its own thing, you know, like tarot and astrology and all that stuff. I am just personally curious about how you got into it. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so I mean, it's kind of been a lifelong thing, not tarot reading specifically, but like ever since I was a kid, I was kind of aware of the other side and like things we can't really see and things of that nature um like spirits and astral traveling and things like that um and I knew I had abilities and that's also kind of a family thing so the other people in my family have abilities and it was just a lot of years of us like not talking about it directly um you know and then you like become a teenager and you want to be like quote unquote like fit into like mainstream and whatever so I I did kind of rebuke my abilities for a long time and then you know I went through a dark night of the soul period and by the end of that um I was brought back around to this uh side of myself and this side of just life um 
by way of a vision I had with my grandfather, actually, which was kind of interesting. Um, Yeah, I like, because he comes to me a lot. Like, he's one of my main spirit guides. Um, And so I had this dream where we were in the house I grew up in, and we were in the kitchen. And the kitchen had, like, a kitchen island where it was, like, a wood top. And he kept saying, uh, I really like the green room. He kept saying that like over and over and over. And I was just like, this makes no sense. We don't have a green room. I don't get it. Um, And then I looked in the wood and I thought it was just like, you know, like sometimes when you have these experiences, sometimes things can get like jumbled up. And so the word that was etched in the wood didn't make sense to me. It was, um, it was a Vivica. And I was like, well, that, I don't know what that is. Um, and so then a couple of days pass and I am like, I have YouTube just running. I'm not even like really listening to it. And at this time, I didn't know that there was a tarot card reading community at all. And I heard the green room, like I heard it cause I wasn't paying attention. And then I heard it a second time and I looked over and it was basically just like these people were talking about a shop they had been to. And it was a spiritual shop and they had an apothecary and stuff. And it wasn't far from where I lived. And I was like, okay, okay, wow. I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, so I checked out their site and I was just kind of browsing to see what they had. And then I noticed like all their staff and I noticed there was someone with that name, Vivica. But I wow. never, like, yeah, it was like, it was very direct. It was very in my face. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, yeah. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll go check out the shop. And I called them to see her and they asked what kind of session I wanted because she did a bunch of things. I was like, I have no idea, like whatever she likes doing or prefers to do. And they said tarot card readings. And I was like, okay. And that was the first time I ever had a tarot card reading. I had heard of tarot, but I'd never studied it. Like mm-hmm. I studied like different things on and off through my life, like astrology or trying to like kind of nurture my mediumship abilities and things of that nature. Um, so I had the reading with her and I was just kind of fascinated. I just like wanted to understand it more. And then I just kind of did a deep dive mm-hmm. into tarot and trying to understand it and study it. And that was August of 2018. And then two months later, I started the channel. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's amazing. So it's, it's so cool to hear that too, because it kind of resembles a little bit about my story of how I got into astrology because the tarot it was like the tarot was like okay I loved using the oracle cards mm-hmm. I, I'm very I'm, I have a strong intuition but I had this sort of resistance to the traditional tarot because it was so almost it was so structured and yeah like, hard time like remembering you know because you have to go through the phases of tarot like learning tarot <laughs> First, you have to learn like the basic stuff. And then eventually it like, you transcend that. You know what I yeah. mean? And you start to like, okay, there's messages coming through. Like I have this card, but I'm hearing this thing and we're like going to go, you know? So, yeah. so it's interesting that you say that I had a kind of similar experience in, in terms of astrology um, where it kind of came very quickly. And all of a sudden it was like, I, I dove in too. So how yeah. did, so, so that's a really cool story. And it's, it resembles a lot of also stories that I've been hearing with other people where like something has been kind of happening in the last few years where people have just been feeling like they're getting turned on, like to psychic abilities, intuitive insights, you know, ch- being able to channel like different modalities that they're kind of they're good at and then maybe they've been good at for a while Mm -hmm. and now they're actually like 
it, it like some something was like okay it's time now go you know so what do you think about that is that, is that a little bit what you've been experiencing too <laughs> oh sorry it's okay <laughs> yeah oh, um it's interesting because I have seen that a lot with people I've observed that a lot with people in the community and around me and for me it's like it's strange because I've had periods where I've been very on through my life and then very off because of my own like resistance to it because of whatever I had going on in my life um but yeah definitely I feel like I've seen people like suddenly especially like my own family which is like kind of funny because suddenly they start asking all these questions like I'm experiencing this and I'm seeing this and this feels like this and I just like I have to ask you about it and it's like okay well this is what's happening and you're fine and you're not crazy and everything's okay um yeah yeah Yeah, I think that's very fun yeah and I yeah so I've been seeing that a lot and also that's interesting too in your family dynamic have you kind of become the one that people are like like automatically kind of going to or feeling like they like they need to to ask you to help them through kind of their journey yeah a little bit because it's like there are some family members who've always had abilities and that's always been kind of clear and it's always been kind of like this unspoken thing in the family like we know things but we don't know things like growing up it's like when you move into a house like you sage it and bless it like you know things like that have just kind of been embedded or like having certain dreams it's like and then you share them with the family it's like okay it's like it's not a crazy experience to for us to have accepted that yeah for the entire time I've kind of been around but then the next level stuff is like very different right where it's like going through ascensions or getting new abilities you know it's like it's just that next level that they're very unfamiliar with and so yeah in a way I have been kind of helping them a little bit with that for anybody who's had questions I feel like there's also been family members who like don't want to ask questions yet or hesitant to but I just know and I can feel it Mm -hmm. you know yeah 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 that's interesting for a while um I was doing a lot of that as well um mostly with my mom interestingly enough um and then eventually it was like I went through a a whole period of of uh, my life where I needed all the space like there was no room for anything else I needed to like just take all the space (laughs) and so it was like that was like that kind of ended abruptly (laughs) but but I can feel like do you feel like often now that you're kind of in this in this world, I guess this is kind of like a two-part question. Like now that you're in sort of like this, I would call it like a spiritual community or you are to, to a lot of people. I mean, I have friends that like follow your channel that just like absolutely love you. (laughs) I just want to say that. And it's like, there's so much wisdom and that comes through. And sometimes it's like when you yourself are, uh, in the space of channeling, it's so natural to you that it's like, oh, it's nothing, you know, it's like, it's not no big deal. Like this is just normal day, day-to-day life for me. But yeah. for other people who are kind of like watching, you know, a reader or an astrologer or someone who they consider, you know, their spiritual teacher, it's really um, empowering and it's really beautiful to watch. Do you feel like people kind of get drawn to you sometimes um, when they're on a spiritual journey or when they're waking up? And uh, I, I do, I do, I do feel that way. Um, 
because I have received a lot of feedback with people where it's like they're, they're only watching me and like maybe one other person mm. versus like just kind of throwing themselves like into the deep end with everything. Um, and so I do, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and I think that there are a lot of um, healers and light workers who, who have that same experience too, where it's like maybe working with a very specific collective or part of the collective for very specific reasons. And I feel like I probably do fall into that group. Um, yeah, and you're, you're right, it, yeah. is, it is my life. It is definitely. <laughs> every day. <laughs> it is, it's like yeah. such an everyday thing. It yeah, it is really refreshing too. Um, when we were, you know, uh, together, we went on a little kike. Um, was that already a couple weeks ago or something? Oh my God, time's flying. <laughs> it but is. Yeah, we did. We and it was so refreshing to have conversations about everything, you know, in in this world that we are always in all the time with someone who could sort of match the energy or at least know what you're talking about is something really refreshing. Do you think that more and more people are um, somehow either waking up or or stepping into their own um, sense of, of spirituality or growing in that way? Do you feel like that's something that's happening right now in the collective? I do. And I think that soul fans have like been starting to like come together for a while. And I, I was picking up on that probably a year ago, or just over a year ago, and it got me very excited. But, you know, it's like, I try not to have expectations of that sort of thing, right? Yeah. Um, and it was like, okay, I know they're coming. I don't know where they are, but I know they're coming, and that's okay. That's <laughs> all I need to know. Um, but, yeah, it is nice to, like, feel that because it is, like, you know, when you don't have that, especially when you start walking the journey, it's like you do feel very isolated, I think, for a yeah. period of time. Mm -hmm. Um and especially like the last year for me, like I, I've always needed a lot of energetic space. Mm -hmm. Even as a kid, I knew I needed that and I was okay with that. Mm -hmm. And then as I progressed, it's like, oh my God, I need more. <laughs> oh, I need more yeah. space. Yeah. Uh, how do I provide myself even more space? Um, oh, go to the desert. Okay, I can do that. Um, yeah, and so I was excited to like be able to connect with people who I resonate with on that frequency. It's nice. It's like, yeah, and it's easy. I think that's the other thing too. It's like, it's easy relationships. And I think before starting this part of my journey, I've really lacked that in my reality of having that ease with people. Oh my God, so true. I feel the same way. I feel like lately I've been meeting more and more people that just feel like, okay, we're on some kind of same wavelength, same vibration. And I, you know, lately what I've been um, studying and learning about <laughs> is uh, starseed markings in your chart. And so like starseed family connections. And I've noticed that as when I started doing starseed readings with people, I'm, I'm, getting sort of similar starseed re like starseed markings mm -hmm. almost like like it's either they're attracted to me because we're connected on some level so it's like you know or or it's like somehow they need it's time for them to discover like this is who they are but what i'm saying is like there's a there's a connection there there's like a soul tribe yeah connection that is that i've seen lately happening more and more. And I think this matches really what's going on in the collective that more and more people are sort of like waking up and they're like, wait a minute. Like I've known this for a long time. It almost feels like we're remembering who we are. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
yeah, in that way. And so, and then we're like, okay, now there's more of me. There's more of us. You know what I mean? Like there, there's more people that are, that are, that are stepping up and, and finding some kind of like powerful activation within themselves. Um, I think that that's really a, one of the most beautiful things that is uh, happening right now. Yeah, no, I think so too. And it's interesting because I feel like, how do I explain this? I feel like I was just getting downloaded as you were talking about that. Um, like there's been, like, I feel like there's been constant waves of this. And it's like, when you're not part of that wave yet, it's almost, it almost does feel kind of like new as far as like a new aspect of reality, even if it's already been going on for other parts of the collective. And yeah. so now it's like, oh, I'm on the wave now. Oh, okay. <laughs> and yes. it's like, and then other people are on the wave at the same time. It's like, it does feel like, how do I, what's the word for this? What's the words for this? It's like a river. I just got the image of a river and it's like, people are on the river and you're like, you're just getting into the river. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's a, <laughs> that's a better way of explaining it. <laughs> that, that definitely, yes. And I love, and I love that. And I think almost like either the river is getting bigger or like more and more people are like getting into the river or something, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious to know, um, what, you know, at what point in your life did you have, you know, your spiritual awakening or the moment where you realized, okay, there's something going on here and it became more of more than just a personal thing for me anyways, it became, okay, what am I here to actually do? Or am I here to be of service? You know, like what, what, where, when did you have that moment of like, ah, the light went on, light turned on and you were like, whoa. So uh, <laughs> it's like, no, it's a good question. And I've been asked it before. And like, I, I feel like my experience has been very, I mean, everyone's experience is so different, right? Everyone's experience is so different. I feel like my experience has been very atypical. Like I kind of, well, not kind of, I did. I felt that way ever since I was a kid. And then when I went through my periods of like major resistance, it did kind of like turn me off, even though under the surface, I knew, I, I knew different. And I would say probably in 20, I think that was 2012. I got, I got turned on very, very violently, <laughs> turned back on very violently. Um, uh -huh. I started to um, like, I felt like my crown was just constantly exploding for like months where I had like massive migraines, like literally like months on end. And I was just like, and at the time I kept thinking, okay, maybe there's something physical going on here. And then you get checked out and everything's fine, you know? Um, and I started to actually see beings much more clearly than I had before. Um, and there was a lot going on in my life at that time. Um, and then right after that, I got thrown into the dark night of the soul, a dark night of the soul period that went on for probably, and again, it's because I was resisting so hard. Um, probably went on for four, five years, I'd say. Um, was that your Saturn return? No, was I actually just like finished my Saturn return. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, that was a that was a funky period of time, and I wonder sometimes, like, if I hadn't resisted so hard, I wonder what would have happened. But it doesn't matter. It was it's part of my journey, right? It is. It is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, as far as like official awakening, I don't know if I've really had an official one. I've I've been on and very aware, and then I've been. I shut myself off and then I've come back online. Um, and then when I had 
uh, started my journey with YouTube and doing tarot readings for people, then it was like, I'm turned on forever. There's no way I can, <laughs> there's no way I can like shut back off after this. Um, and I just kept expanding since then. And it's been really great. It's like, I feel like I'm finally just doing what I'm supposed to do, you know? Yeah, no, I love that. That's really beautiful. That, that, that makes so much sense too. And I think when I, when I think about my, my journey and what really, I think what my sort of spiritual awakening was, cause I, ever since I was little too, I've always felt that there's more to this life than what meets the eye. Mm-hmm. There's just, there's just something else going on. And I felt deep powerful connections um ever since so my grandma passed away I think when I was 18 and it's almost like she is now my guardian angel so when you were talking about your grandpa I was like well cool that's a cool connection there but so my grandma is like my little guardian angel and she's always with me like especially when I'm having a hard time it's almost like she's always there it's like nurture she's like a very nurturing kind of energy and just like it's gonna be okay you know yeah 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 and that but but even because I was born in Argentina so from a long time I always knew there was more to this life but it wasn't until I made a choice to be like okay I'm going to pursue this voyage like I'm gonna go on this voyage like I'm gonna go on this journey to discover what that is because I don't know what that is but I know it's there that was when I like, it was like, I had to make a choice and you said you were like resisting it. I think it's true. We, we have to make a choice in our life to, to jump into the rabbit hole or something. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we, have to, we have to make that choice. Otherwise we will just stay on the edge, on the edge, on the edge. And, and life does, it, it's hard to live mm-hmm. in that space. Yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, and that's what I tell people too. It's like the second you just kind of literally just do what you've been resisting doing and just do what literally feels natural to you and just get out of like the whole like reasons why you can't and like whatever you know that own boundaries you're putting up in your own head about it everything really flows very easily like it really does um yeah yeah and the expansion and the growth that comes instantly and it's like quantum it becomes quantum it's like exponentially stronger. Right. And it's interesting because so for me, my, you know, my own kind of personal journey was like, okay, um, we're going to go into this, you know, into the sort of dark cave and, and we're going to figure out life. And in that doing, I was separating myself from my family. So my story with my family was like, I was, I was really kind of held back spiritually Mm-hmm. Um, because of the way the family dynamic was, <laughs> I call it my little family cult, <laughs> but like the way things were, were not really like the best space for someone to, to explore their spirituality, <laughs> but yeah. basically I think things, once I started that it really was like full on. I, so my awakening was connect it was like the early beginnings of like my Saturn return and then it was during my Saturn return that I had a really crazy experience and it was a relation it was relationship related and my release my like step like jumping fully jumping off the edge 
was right at the end of the Saturn return when I decided to leave the relationship. And, and then when I did that, since then, it's been like exponential growth for me. And I've, I've allowed myself to step into my gifts more and more and more. And the more I do, the stronger they get. Yeah. Yeah. What do yeah. you think are your, what do you think are your, 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 what are your gifts? What do you, you know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, well, it's funny. Cause you know, when you channel, it's like so much just becomes clear and just comes through. So it's like, I guess like my gifts versus just like messages that I receive and things that I channel sometimes it's hard for me to like distinguish between that. Cause it's like, you know, do you know what I mean? Um, you know, well, you're it's definitely funny. a channeler. Definitely a channeler. Um, yeah. I do think that I, I do have an innate healing ability, but I feel like when I've done healing, it comes in so many different forms. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's also why it's like, you know, it's funny. Sorry. I'm like, I'm such a Mars Gemini. Sorry. I can't help myself. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's your season. <laughs> my, my mom is, has abilities too. And she's just so intuitive and powerful, like in her own way. And it's funny. She was telling me a story. She works at a grocery store and she said that there was a girl checking her food out. And she, my mom said, she just felt like she had to ask her. She goes, are you a healer? she's like I, I am do you need healing she's like no but my daughter's a healer and then she kept asking her questions about me and I realized now why that came up in conversation yesterday because she's like well what kind of healer is she and my mom couldn't answer and well what well what does she do like does she know how to this that or the other mom's like I don't know um she asked me, she's like what kind of healer are you I was like I'm just a healer I was like I I I don't know what category to put myself in I have worked a lot with manipulating energies, shifting energies. So I know I'm very capable of that. There have been a few instances where I'm talking to somebody or just being very close to someone. And I can see, for lack of a better term, I guess like their energetic body, kind of like where energy is like twisted up or like distorted or stuck. And I can see it and I can like see what it's doing to the physical body. Mm. And so I'll just make them aware of what I'm picking up on. And there have been a couple of times where I've been able to actually extract things from people which is a very which I'm not super comfortable with yet but I know I've done that um yeah and I also just pick up on things psychically and also channel things for people so yeah and I work a lot with the grids and I work a lot with Gaia herself and earth um and so as far as like saying what my abilities are it's a bucket. It's a bucket of just being like, it's a bucket of being sensitive and open and channeling and also healing, I guess is what I would say for that. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. I love that perspective. It reminds me of, so when I studying about ancient, because when I got into the star seed markings, I started to study things like ancient Atlantis and ancient Lemuria, because a lot of the star families like seeded mm -hmm. those civilizations and then I studied a lot about like what was going on in the world before like the great cataclysm, which was like around 12,000 ish years ago, where the, the astrological ages kind of started after like this big cataclysm. But before that, it was like this golden, golden age, you know? And yeah. That, and that was the time when uh, humanity or beings, beings from here on earth, and then beings from the stars actually were present here physically on earth. 
um, that's to me, it's like, that's where the mythological stories come from. It's like mm-hmm. ancient, ancient stories from our past when like the actual Anunnaki were here or the, you know, beings were actually here physically, yeah. um, the Egyptian gods and pharaohs and things like that. But what I, what I feel um, is actually um, really beautiful is that I think in, when I tap into it, mm-hmm. the energy of like those ancient civilizations, I feel like everyone was psychic and a healer and like like everyone like we each have our own kind of flavor but we all have that and in some way i think in those ancient civilizations we were able to support everyone with the gifts that were there for them you know um or that they were naturally had and i think that right now it's something that's happening too is like we're waking up to that um power of ourselves but i think we we are all psychic and we're all intuitive oh yeah it's a matter yeah. of like okay like understanding it and becoming consciously aware of it yeah i agree with that especially because everything's just energy right it's like we're made up of energy, everything around us is energy and all energy is connected. Like there's no energy that is not affecting other energies around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think if people can just kind of under- get to that place of understanding with it, I think people can fall into their abilities much easier. Just understanding that it's like, there is a connection to everything and everything to you, including people and you know, inanimate objects, animals, anything in higher dimensions it's like yeah everybody's capable i agree yeah yeah totally um that's really cool what do you think um here's a question that's coming through is how did you end up here because i know right now you're in sedona and how so what called you what called you to sedona and then and then along with that question is what do you have you explored the vortexes here and do so, you have like, any information about that? <laughs> so, Sedona, I've actually been coming to for years. My mom actually suggested the first trip. I think I was in high school and I was like, what's Sedona? <laughs> and she was telling me like, it is this very spiritual place. And she wanted to come just for like the ruins and things like that. And so I was like, yeah, let's do it. And ever since then, it was just like, when I first came to Sedona, you know, it's like, it was such a different time, right? Like I was in high school yeah. so that was like, Oh Lord, how many years ago was that? It was over a decade ago. It was well <laughs> over a decade ago. Um, so energetically, it was very different compared to like the reality I had already been living in, just energetically speaking. Mm-hmm. And I remember driving up and I could feel it. Like I could feel like the boundary of it. And once I was here, it was almost like my abilities were on overload, especially my mediumship abilities. And yeah. so like I didn't sleep at all like the entire time I was in Sedona that first trip because like I kept getting spirits like trying to talk to me while I was like trying to sleep wow. um and ever since then I just fell in love with it and so I've been coming back on and off <laughs> yeah um, and then in when was that December 2019 I was out here with a couple friends and we had some crazy crazy spiritual experiences and it was like and in my head I just felt like I just knew and I just felt like oh I'm supposed to live here I'm supposed to be here and I had already mm-hmm. intended on leaving LA um mm-hmm. and so I got back to LA and I, immediately I was like trying to make it happen and then some stuff came up that I had to deal with just emotionally and then that kind of got put off 
but my lease was up in March and I was like, okay, I need to figure out what I'm going to do. So I just kept trying to live in LA, which obviously was not working. And it was like, there was no way Spirit was going to let me stay in LA. And I was like, then I don't know where to go. And then I was like, oh yeah, dust, a donut. And so just within a matter of like, I think days I found a place. And then within a couple of weeks, I was in Sedona, like living here. Um, wow. Yeah. And I really called you. Yeah. What, it, what called you here? What do you think called you here? Uh, <laughs> it's funny. I was talking to um, someone who I do, who does sessions on me here uh, about this. Sedona called me here. Like Sedona itself, I have come to learn and connect with so much so that I understand that it is its own entity in a lot of ways. Like, <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's like, I channeled, a, I channeled a lot, like, especially the last couple of years, but like, there's something here that talks to me that I don't get anywhere else ever. Uh, it's very different. And it's like, oh yeah, Sedona wanted me here. And so now I'm here, basically. Um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You know what's yeah. so funny? Because, okay, so my story's a little different. I actually had never been to Sedona ever. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think I had passed through Arizona. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I kind of grew up in Southern California and we just never, we never came to Arizona. And then when, when, when we started going off to college, right, it, I have a, two, a brother and a sister, older sister, younger brother. My sister went off to college. She went to like Portland my my I went to UCLA but then after that it was like I did another degree a, a master's degree and then I ended up doing that in, in Denver Colorado yeah and so it was like Colorado and the northwest but like never Arizona no, you know it was like never <laughs> in my radar like I never even been here as a little kid or anything you know yeah Which I super interesting my sister though the other day she told me she actually came to visit and she was like I always knew we would end up in Sedona and I was like you did <laughs> she's like I just she was like we did it she's like we finally did it we like found Sedona you know and I was like okay <laughs> but my story of it was like even just like this last year has been super weird for me because for for 12 years I was living in Boulder Colorado and that was where my whole spiritual awakening was my, you know, all of it, like the dark night of the soul, the good stuff, the bad stuff. But towards the end of it, which was like a little over a year ago, I started to feel, okay, Boulder is complete. Yeah. And, you know, and I was like, okay, I, I gave it, I gave it a good 12 years. My journey here is complete. I really felt it. And I was like, and my husband, we had just gotten married and we we're like, okay, we're going to go somewhere else. And I was like, well, most of his clients are in the Northwest. So I was like, well, let's just go wander on that way and see what, see how it goes. So we end up in, um, in the Portland area and, the whole year was like super weird. Cause like it was the year where I grew the most financially, like mm -hmm. my business just exploded, but that was because I have Jupiter and Capricorn. So that was my Jupiter return. Right. And yeah. Capricorn of all things, which is like, okay, business, you know, all, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. So it was like my business exploded, but it was like this limbo. It was limbo. Like, like I, I was like, just there. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know what I, mean? I never felt a connection to anyone like I was like there's nothing really here for me but we're here and so I just like vroom, like I just focused everything on work I like never almost never really left the house you know which is kind of yeah weird. 
but then the whole, you know, the whole pandemic thing happened and it, and it really like, okay, now really not leaving the house, you know, because there was nothing really available. It was like, I had just started going, taking yoga classes and that got shut down and it was just like super weird, but it was just this like space of like incubation or something. Yeah. Um, and then Dawn, my husband was in, I don't even remember how it was. He was invited he was like passing through Sedona and he goes to this little bar called, he was on his way to Texas uh-huh. and now his parents live there. And so th- there's connections in Texas now, like we're family there now. So um, then he, he started, you know, wherever he goes, he's like, he draws people like he's like a little magnet, like yeah. whenever people need to be worked on like they'll just kind of find him you know that's like how he works now like he doesn't even he doesn't have his cards or a website or anything it's just like a little flying (laughs) beetle (laughs) but he was on his way through and he he finds like somehow he ends up at this little the synergy bar I don't know if you know it it's it's in West Sedona and there's this guy sitting there with the drum and the guy's like, do you want me to, you want me to play for you? And, and he was like, yeah, sure. And he thought he was going to like, just play the drum, like a musical instrument. And the yeah. guy just like, doom, 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 doom. And it's just like sitting there, like in silence, like just like hitting the, the drum. Yeah. And then, and then Don's like, okay, cool. <laughs> cool. You know? like, okay. And then the guy's like, okay, you want to know what I saw? And Don was like, oh, okay. You were like, doing something there you know yeah so the guy starts telling him that don's don's gonna move here he's gonna live here like all this stuff and he was like what he's like i'm just passing through man (laughs) he's like okay thank you you know and so like he just kind of goes on his trip and goes that and then he he ends up meeting someone who's actually staying here um in sedona and so like then then we started to have like a little connection and we, you know, we obviously were like, okay, Portland's not working out. So we're going to, we're going to end up going somewhere else. Where do we go? And then all of a sudden I was like, Sedona, I had still never been here before. Yeah. Never even seen it. I was like, no, we're going to go live in Sedona. Like that's where we need to go. I was like, I'm not going back to Boulder. That's not happening. It needs to be new. Like I was just feeling like, I'm like, no, it has to be Sedona. It has to be a spiritual center and it has to be somewhere where I feel safe. And I was like, no, that's it. That's it. That's it. Like it was like, yes, 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 yes. And I didn't even know the place. So eventually it was like, we didn't even know where we were going to stay. We were like, okay, we can do a hotel, the hotel thing for, you know, extended stay or whatever for a little while until we find something. But we were like definitely coming here. And there was something about it that just like, that's where we're going to be. And then finally, like very close towards when we were like literally moving and packing everything, we like found a place here in Sedona. And so like, so like, okay, that then we're definitely, you know, landing here and like getting our foot into the door and stuff like that. So it's interesting that I feel the same thing coming back. That was a kind of long story coming back. (laughs) Sedona called me here too. And There, there's something cool because I also remember, like, I, I, w- I watched your videos a lot, like a long, like a, almost a year ago, and then I was like so busy I didn't watch anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You just like <laughs> thing. Um, and then, but I do remember seeing something or hearing something about you in Sedona, and I was like, hmm, I was like, maybe I'll run into Water Baby someday. Yeah, and oh, then we did, and then we did, and I was like. Damn 
damn Sedona because that's like kind of how it felt was like I knew that was going to happen I was like intuiting it that somehow we were going to run into each other and it was like the funniest place to run into someone like at a storage unit you know what I mean it was just like I remember driving up with Dawn in the car and seeing your car and I think you were, okay, I don't remember if we were there for, or you were, I don't remember that, but like all of a sudden I like saw you and I knew instantly, I was like, I was like, I told, I was like, that's water baby. And he was like, what? What are you talking, who, water, what? Like, what are you talking about? No idea who you were or, you know, nothing, none of the, and I was like, water baby. <laughs> and I remember getting out of the car and like walking straight to you and being like, hi. <laughs> Like you might not know me, but like you kind of know me. Like we got some similar, con- but I don't know. It was just really cool. So, um, I think there's definitely a really powerful. This is definitely a really powerful place. Um, oh yeah, it is. It so is, and it's funny because um, I met someone at the hotel I'm staying at, and you know that spirit just drops people in when the spirit needs to drop people in. And I was exactly. debating about taking this break, and we just started talking randomly, and she was telling me how she got there, and she's like. I don't know why I'm here. I just, I knew I just had to leave Michigan and I just started driving, but I started having dreams of the desert and I started laughing because it's like a lot of people get that, like who move here. It's like, they see it sometimes. Sometimes they just kind of fall here like randomly and then they can't leave or they don't leave. Um, But yeah, she she helped me with confirmation on taking this Yeah, and I was like, okay, okay, I get it. I feel like spirit is so like it cracks me up like sometimes how forceful spirit can be about like certain messages and things like that you know yeah for sure yeah Yeah, no and I love that like it like it wasn't forced or anything like that you know what I mean because like when it is when things are forced it doesn't it doesn't feel right at all right right exactly yeah. yeah. No, I definitely had to like make this choice. I think if I was forced into it, I think it would have taken a lot to force me into it. Um, yeah. And that probably wouldn't have been so good. So no, yeah. it is, it's, it worked out the way I needed to. That's awesome. Have you, um, have you had any experiences or do you have any insight into like the, the vortexes that they talk about that are here? I'm kind of like, just now, like dipping my toes into that kind of information. The vortexes are really interesting. Um, I feel like they change every day. Like, you know, the certain spots, like where people say like, in this exact spot is the vortex. I feel like that changes constantly just because energy is always changing. Right. And I can feel it too. Like when I go to one spot where I'm really feeling it one day, it's like, it's like almost nothing the next day. So I just like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And they are definitely very different. It's like, I forget like the masculine versus feminine, if it's like an inflow versus an outflow. I would imagine like the masculine would be outflow and and feminine would be inflow, but I could be getting that wrong. Um, But yeah, it's like, you can see it sometimes in the vegetation if you have like a really strong like area around formations and they tend to be around the formations, um, which I also find very interesting. but yeah, I've, I've explored most of them. There's still like little ones around town that are like hard to get to that I haven't like explored yet. But Bell Rock is probably my favorite just because I, that one really calls to me. And you know how I was saying it's like Sedona is like its own entity. Like mm-hmm. I feel like Bell Rock is its own entity with, within <laughs> Sedona. Yeah. I don't know what it is. There's something about Bell Rock is just like definitely a very different energy and a different voice. Um, 
people say that there's about three different ones there, like a feminine and masculine and like some, like a one that's like mixed. Mm-hmm. Again, I think it changes all the time. The airport Mesa one is definitely very masculine, like mm-hmm. in, 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 in nature. I can feel it when I'm there. It's like, I go there if I like, am really low on energy or if I feel like I need to like get proactive about things, mm-hmm. I'll go out there. Also really nice spot for like sunrise. It's really nice up there. Um, cool. Boynton is like, Boynton's interesting. I feel like that one's mixed. I think most people consider that one to be masculine, but I feel like it's very mixed over there. Um, I don't get called there too often. Like I don't feel pulled to that one too often, but it is really nice. It is a lot more like nature oriented. It's a little out of the way. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Of, oh yeah. Cathedral. Oh, I love cathedral. Cathedral. I to go there. Maybe we should go there together. <laughs> oh yeah. It's funny. I tried to go today and because it's like springtime, you know, it's like, everyone's like walking to Sedona. So I tried <laughs> going to the Creek and then the parking was super full. And I was like, okay, I don't want to be around a bunch of people. I'll just go to cathedral. And then that parking lot was full and they were turning people around. And I was like, man, I was like, all right. It's um, take me there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, but just- that's the next one that's like definitely calling me the Cathedral Rock. For some reason, I'm like, I always keep telling Donna, I'm like, that's the next hike, like the next big hike or whatever. I I know nothing about it. <laughs> I, oh, I, mean, yeah, I don't no, even know how long it takes or anything. But like, yeah, that would be super fun to do that. Yeah, no, we totally should. Cathedral is like if you do it from Cathedral Trail versus like all the different back trails that lead there it's really short but it's cool. very steep is the only thing uh, very steep um <laughs> so I like to do it from like the back end like from the creek to Templeton to cathedral even though it's it's longer it's like there's more warm-up involved <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yes. you get to like be on the creek which is nice um yeah I don't know if you've heard that they do like the full moon drum circles I've heard of that yes yeah, on Halloween they did it at Cathedral. I didn't go. I just heard it from the creek because I was out there. I was out there. Oh, I wow. the yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. No, I'm definitely planning. It's so funny though, because like for all the new and full moons, I'm always working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like doing my own ceremony on the channel, you know. So it's like, okay, I gotta somehow plan it, you know. So it all kind of matches, but yeah, I definitely want to make my way over to those. And yeah, I just feel kind of just really thankful and grateful to be here. And I feel like really beautiful energy here. And I know that it's definitely a big next phase for me. It's like, okay, we started. <laughs> here we go. You know, <laughs> It's exciting. Um, and I'm really happy that you guys like made it out here because it definitely changes a lot of things, I think, for people when they finally like settle here for a bit, you know? Yes, that's definitely like something that I've been noticing is like just being here is its own experience, like actually being here every day. And I love it because I'm like getting to know the area a little bit more every day. So it's just amazing and definitely um, excited too. I know that I have like a lot, I run the Moon Goddess training. And so there's uh, a opportunity there to bring people here and to, you know, show them around and stuff like that. So I'm kind of excited about that as well. Um, so I have like just a couple, a couple more questions. I've been really sure. enjoying the conversation. Um, where do you feel like you're at kind of right now um, in your spiritual journey in you know, in your life? Where do you feel like you're at at this point in your life? I feel like I actually, especially today. So it's interesting. We ended up doing the podcast today, which I'm sure was not a coincidence at all. Um, 
today felt like a major peak day with like my, with my own, I guess transformation is like the best word for that, um, to step into being a more hands-on, one-on-one healer and whatever that's going to look like moving forward. Um, the releasing that ha- came up for me today, it like, if I could feel like how deep that stuff was running, it's like, you know, like when it runs so deep, you're like, you don't even recognize where it's from. <laughs> you just recognize it's coming from a very core place of who you are. And so I don't think that that part's done, but it was definitely a peak day of letting those like last layers of whatever that is fall away that kind of finally allow me to embrace this part of my spiritual journey. And this part of like basically who I, I'm just supposed to be at this like next phase of my life. And it feels good. It feels really good. I feel like it's probably gonna be a couple months till I am much more like physically like in a routine with whatever this healing work is gonna be, but it's exciting, it's exciting. So yeah. I feel like, yeah, I'm just in a big transition spiritually, personally, mm-hmm. individually. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that, it's a, it's amazing. It's also like an exhausting place to be, but it's, it's like, it, it, overall, it's like, uh, it's exciting to, to know, you know, that you, you're taking that like next step to like grow and evolve your practice and everything that you do. And that's really cool. I'm really excited for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, so we're at this, this episode, which is more like a, this cool conversation we're having is going to be released on the day of the next new moon, which I think it's Saturday. Is it Saturday? If I'm right. Uh, I think, I think so. I'm like so far removed from time. Uh, that's been going on for me for like a long time, but I believe it's the Saturday. Um, but it is a Pisces new moon. So before we go, I just wanted to ask you, what would you like to tell like the listeners of this podcast, um, about kind of, um, how to sort of embrace the energy of this new moon or, or any kind of advice like that, you know, that you want to give everybody for, for like the times that we're kind of living in right now. You know, it's funny because this new moon Pisces, I was thinking about it today on a personal level of like, oh, no wonder I'm like literally going through what I'm going through right now from like this, even just the moon being an Aquarius now to like the new moon Pisces. I think it's an Aquarius now. Could be mistaken about that. But um, yeah, this new moon Pisces, I feel like it's playing an interesting role in the energies we've been working with for the last few moon cycles, like starting from like full moon Leo up till now. It's like, I feel like there've been these phases of like recognizing what's actually important to us Mm. Um, I feel like a lot of triggers have played a role into like helping us identify what actually matters to us mm-hmm. by way of getting us triggered or angry or what, what have you. And then moving into like this, uh, the Aquarian energy of, okay, this matters to me. How do I make this happen? Or how can I like shift, uh, my life or shift my strategy? And even if it requires like, um, uh, belief system changes, right? In order to kind of be able to go after those things or attain those things or maintain those things. And then full moon Virgo is like, okay, let's do this. Let's like try to put this in our reality. I feel like the new moon Pisces is almost like a little pit stop Mm. before taking those like steps forward of what's the last stuff we need to reconcile? What's the last stuff that we need to like revisit emotionally, karmically with our relationships, with ourselves, with our own belief systems? I feel like it is a little bit of like that last pit stop of making sure everything is like taken care of the way it needs to be taken care of before we can really like run forward with whatever we're running forward with now. 
Yeah, I love that for sure. The, and it's that that Pisces energy can really be a time for uh, everyone to like really tune in and listen. Yeah, I feel like 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 just be in your own little sacred space. And I think that yeah, I'm really excited, and that's why I think it's it's really nice to 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 do an episode where it's just like re- pretty relaxed and you're just kind of talking and and revealing information um and letting it kind of flow because i do feel like that pisces energy it can definitely be that way too yeah oh yeah to go with the flow and 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 receiving and all of that and it's feminine and then venus is going to be there too so it's like yeah it's just like this really beautiful kind of energy that's arriving so i'm i'm happy to 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 be you know putting out content like this during a time like that um, and then for anyone that uh, would love to get in touch with you or work with you, what are some of the ways that they can do that? Um, contacting me through the bombyspirit.com website. So B-O-M-I spirit.com. Contact me, contacting me through there is probably the quickest way. Um, I try to keep up on Instagram messages, but it's very hard for me. I'm very like social media adverse but I try, but definitely I would do the website before trying me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you also have, um, a Patreon, I believe. I do. Yes, I do. Um, yeah. And on Patreon, it's just water baby tarot. Okay, cool. Yeah. I just, so to give people like a, like a place to, to find you and check out your work and all that. And of course your channel, water baby yeah. tarot. <laughs> yeah a lot of amazing videos out so thank you so much for being uh here with me today and and having this conversation and i think when when people are able to hear other people's stories of spiritual awakening and and transformation and transition that i think it can really help inspire people so i hope that this conversation can help inspire people as well yeah no thank you so much for having me it's been really fun and i like that it was like very casual and and all that it was a good time yeah yeah well thank you and um i hope that you guys listening uh really got a lot out of this a lot of insight and if you do want to contact me um on anchor.fm which is the hosting website for this podcast there's a way to send voicemails like for questions or future topics that you guys want me to cover um, the definitely want to let you guys know, remind you of that, but I do hope you have an amazing, beautiful new moon in Pisces and, uh, we'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Thank you so much for listening to the channel for grace uncut podcast. If you loved this episode and this podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a review. You can find me on MeWe and YouTube as at Channel for Grace, and you can discover a world of amazing offerings on my website. If you want to learn astrology, if you want to learn about what it means to discover your inner sacred feminine, if you're curious about how the current astrology is affecting you, if you want a private astrology reading, compatibility, or tarot oracle readings, and if you're looking for sweet handmade zodiac themed jewelry and other designs, go to my website, www.channelforgrace.guru. I will see you again on our next episode.